Welcome to the Mama's Got Dreams podcast, where you get to reprioritize yourself and find harmony between your personal ambitions, self-identity, and motherhood. I'm Cassie Sunshine, your host, three-time certified life and mindset success coach, and creator of the Anti-Hustle Harmony Success System for Moms. I'm a firm believer that your dreams weren't given to you by accident or coincidence. So if you're ready to ditch the hug, I have to get through another day feeling in the morning and instead create a life that includes both being an amazing mom and successfully pursuing your passions, then you're in the right place. I am so glad you're here and can't wait to jump into today's episode. Welcome back to the Mama's Got Dreams podcast. I cannot believe that we are on episode three already. Um, but I'm loving this so far, so hopefully you are too. So this episode is really a continuation of what I introduced in episode two in regards to balance versus harmony and how to use harmony to find sustainable success as a mom. So if you haven't already listened to episode two, I highly recommend that you go back and do that first if possible. But if not, you will absolutely still get a ton of value from this episode. So fear not and please do not run away. Today's episode is really going to be a meat and potatoes kind of episode, right? I'm going to be sharing with you five simple but yet very effective strategies that you can implement in your life right now for staying sane and finding harmony when you've got littles running around, a business or career to stay on top of, and you know, all of those other life things, including your self-care to think about. My suggestion is for you to listen to this episode, maybe even twice if that's an option, and then see which strategies instantly catch your attention or make you feel excited. Try one. Yep, yep, I said one of those strategies and see how you feel. Not every single one I share might be for you or feel aligned, and that is totally okay if so. But if there are a few that feel worth trying, then pick one and start there. We don't want to try and go from zero to 100 and make tons of changes at once because, honestly, our nervous system is not a fan of that, and it very often then results in overwhelm and shutdown mode. So you can always add on another strategy in a few days or a few weeks after you're up and running smoothly with your first one. For any strategies that don't quite jive for you, just leave those behind and don't force it, right? Trust your instincts and go with what feels aligned right now. You can always come back later and revisit to see if one of the other strategies now feels right for you. So without holding us up anymore, let's jump into the good stuff. The first strategy that I want to share is about shifting expectations on what needs to get done and what doesn't. You know, deciding on your priorities and letting go of some other things. This usually honestly requires a mindset shift, right? And letting go of societal expectations and beliefs on what we should be doing. Shameless tease, this is something that we will be diving deeper into um, an upcoming episode, so keep an eye out for that. You know, for me, for example, this meant accepting that my master bedroom might be a disaster, and we rarely fold our laundry right now. I don't love it, um, and one day that will absolutely be changing for sure, 
But right now, our world isn't going to crumble if that's the case. So I've learned to accept that for this stage of life we're in, it's okay. You know, I once heard the metaphor, imagine you're juggling a lot of balls, right? And you have to figure out which ones are glass and which ones are plastic. If you dropped the glass ones, they're going to break and shatter. But if you drop the plastic ones, they'll generally be just fine and can be picked back up again. So you want to figure out, you know, what are your plastic balls in life? And you want to make sure to try and give yourself permission to truly choose for yourself. What is plastic to you might be glass to somebody else and vice versa. And that is okay. But you really want to choose here based on like for you and your family and your life. Um and what's aligned for you, right? Don't get caught up in the comparison game um, and you know, being worried about what your sister is doing or your friend or your neighbor next door. It's really about asking yourself like, what's going to work for your family. So a tip for doing this is imagine not prioritizing something, right? Like in my example, cleaning the master bedroom. And see how your body feels when you imagine that. Do you immediately get anxious and feel constrictive? Or can your mind, i.e. your nervous system, seem to handle that without immediately freaking out, right? So close your eyes and imagine your days with a messy bedroom and see what immediate reactions your nervous system has. Your body will give you clues as to what is right for you. And again, we'll dive deeper into this next week, but you just need to learn to actually listen to the answers it's giving you, right? So I did this exact test and it helped me realize that I truly do need the dishes done every night and our kitchen for the most part like cleaned up Um, because without that, it's extremely anxiety triggering for me. But I can ultimately handle a messy bedroom even if it's not my ideal situation, You know, the kitchen and the dishes for me are a huge trigger for my anxiety and my ADHD. And I spend so much time in those spaces that I really had to get honest with myself that like that needs to be a priority. And I feel very empowered around that choice. I don't do it because I think I should or someone tells me I need to or, you know, I have to keep a clean kitchen. I do it because I chose that and it feels much less like a burden because I chose it based on alignment, not based on what I thought I should do. Now, counter that with our bedroom, you know, when I asked myself if I truly needed that clean to function, I realized I didn't, right? I felt pressure to have it clean because that's how magazines have it. And I would ultimately, I like it, of course, and I feel like that's what everybody else is doing, but ultimately it's not a major trigger for me. So that's an area that I can let go right now, right? So figure out your glass balls and your plastic balls and then build systems to support which ones you need to keep in the air at all times and which ones if they slip up for a little bit, it's okay. And that actually will take me right into strategy number two. Systems are key. They have been super, super key for me and that's why they are strategy number two. I will be honest that if I had my choice in life, I would not have to use systems as I am not much of a planner, Um, but I've really come to realize that they truly are a game changer, especially as a mom. So I've given in and I've chosen some that work for my life, right? 
you might be noticing a trend here, but it's always so important to start making choices based on what is right for you specifically and not others, right? Some examples of systems that are working for me right now are I sit down at the end of each week and we print out a priority to-do list of five things for our personal life, five things for our family life, and then for me, five things for my business life. And I pick my top priorities for that week and they go on that list. And then my boyfriend, Conrad, also gets his own list with his top priorities. And that hangs on our wall and that's what we focus on for the week. We actually recently started using a like matrix that I was told about to figure out which tasks are important and urgent, important but not urgent, urgent but not important, and not important and not urgent to help me determine what should go on that list ultimately. So that list then helps you know guide our week and what we're focusing on. Um, and it's kind of something that we can easily come back to so that we don't get distracted by the 15 million other things that are probably on the list. It also became a bit of a brain dump for me, right? I actually keep a Google Doc now where we have that matrix in there, the different categories of our life, like our health, our finances, um, you know, medical doctor's appointments, things of that nature. We have to-do lists. And so when I get something that pops into my head where I'm like, oh my God, I need to get that done at some point, it goes on that master to-do list. And then each week I pull from that to build this smaller, much more digestible to-do list to help keep us focused. Um, And that is actually going to bring me into strategy number three, which is being honest with yourself and not overstuffing your plate. Now, I know that you're probably thinking, that sounds lovely, Cassie, but also like, hello, if it were that easy, I'd already be doing it. Um, I know this can sometimes seem really unrealistic. And honestly, let's be real, our plates will almost always still have too much on them as moms, especially with young kids. But that doesn't mean we can't do what we can to lessen that overload, at least. So a big part of this is learning to say no. I'm going to say that again so you hear it loud and clear. Learning to say no. I know, I know, I know. As moms, it somehow seems like this becomes near impossible to actually do, but it really is super important. Uh, Transparently, I still struggle with this one, um, but I am working on it um, slowly but surely. And, you know, you can't be everything to everyone at all times. And if you do, that will absolutely put you on the overwhelmed burnout roller coaster we talked about, you know, last week in depth. So do yourself a favor and try to start slowly saying no and setting yourself up with boundaries so that you don't have to put too much on your plate, which ultimately can be like setting yourself up for failure, right? So this might look like instead of putting 10 things on that priority list that I just mentioned for each week, uh, for each category, I put five, right? Or you might put seven. You know, I'm sure there are plenty of other things that I would love to get done and need to get done. But I have to ask myself, do they actually need to be done this week or could they wait? You know, so often we put extra pressure on ourselves to get to things when in reality, sometimes they can wait or at least we can make them wait whether someone likes it or not. Like I've learned that if I put seven things on that weekly priority list for each category, that I will most likely not get nearly as much done. If I put five, though, I almost always complete them. Why is that, right? 
because seven seems to be my threshold for going into overwhelm, which then just starts to shut down my brain. And it, I, my brain doesn't even want to try at that point. Five is a challenge, but feels attainable. And therefore, my brain is more on board with actually trying to accomplish that. You know, this is so key because ultimately, I actually get more done if I choose only five priorities for the week than if I choose seven. Now, I'm going to be honest. There are some weeks my list is like 10, right? Life happens. Sometimes she just needs to get done. But I try really hard to avoid this. Um, and in those cases, I'm getting better at asking for help. You know, figuring out if there's anything that I can take off my plate in other areas, even if temporarily. Um, and then honestly, give myself an awful lot of grace during weeks like that. But if the majority of the time you can find a way to be more honest with yourself and not keep piling more and more onto your plate, your nervous system will have less overload on a regular basis and will be able to handle some of these crazy weeks that you'd have here or there where you do have to get more done. Just don't make that a constant regular thing. You want to be really mindful of how much you're putting on your plate. So that brings us to the fourth strategy, which is leveraging a vision blueprint. Oh, oh man, I, I could spend, honestly, a whole episode on this one alone, and I plan to actually soon, actually, so don't worry about that. But for now, I need to at least mention it. Um, I do have some reels on my Instagram where I discuss like what a vision blueprint is and why it's, in my opinion, so much more effective than a vision board. So if you at least want to check those out, you know, for now, you can go to my Instagram at Cassie Sunshine Life Coach after finishing this episode uh, and watch those and then make sure to keep an eye out here for a more in-depth episode on this particular topic. But let me at least share some of like the most important stuff, right? So a vision blueprint is all about creating a super energetically charged description of the life you would love to be living and the vision that you have for that life. So this blueprint, when done right, um, and shameless plug for my coaching because I am a rock star at helping my clients with this part, this will ultimately be your North Star for motivation, for clarity, and decision-making. This blueprint will become you know, what you go to sleep thinking about, what you wake up thinking about, and what you weigh your decisions against. It's just like a blueprint for your dream house, except it's for your dream life. And when you do it right and you make it something that you can like see and taste and hear and smell and feel by way of your mind, it is a powerful renewable energy source that you can tap into at any time. This is the bedrock foundation to how I help all of my clients and it's because it works, right? This very podcast that you're listening to right now is the result of a vision blueprint. I would never be falling through on this dream uh, during what is truthfully a very crazy time in my life without being so connected to this dream from my vision blueprint and my why for it. And again, that all comes from my vision blueprint. Here's the thing. You can implement all of the strategies, the organization lists, hire the nannies, get the meals prepped. But at the end of the day, if your mindset is fried and not flowing, none of that will make much of a difference. You're just going to be spending a lot of money and not actually getting much result from it. So don't knock the importance of mindset in this equation, because just like building a house, you can't do that successfully without a very clear blueprint first. You know, our dreams and goals are absolutely no different. 
And when you're looking at, you know, simple ways to maintain your sanity when life is crazy around you, this vision blueprint is a very grounding force for you that you can leverage in your life in so many different ways. All right, my last strategy for this particular episode is about focusing on small wins, especially when you know, your harmony is really ebbing in one particular direction and everything else is taking a bit of a backseat. You know, in times like this, you want to look for small, easy wins in the not prioritized areas so that your brain can still feel like you're winning and you're moving the needle, but it doesn't get overwhelmed by too many big tasks or too many big priorities. You know, for instance, I will often break up doing certain tasks like laundry into really small tasks. So in this example, your know, laundry could be washing laundry, drying laundry, folding laundry, and putting away laundry. Like It might seem silly, but this way, even if I only get through washing and drying that laundry, I still accomplish something and I can cross that off the to-do list. And yes, I am still a pen and paper kind of girl. I love to actually physically cross something off on a list. Um, There's just something not nearly as satisfying about doing that on the computer. This could also look like for your business, sending one email to one person or posting one story today to your Instagram, right? Focusing in on these small wins that you can accomplish pretty easily so your brain doesn't feel like it's stuck to staying stagnant and these small tasks are relatively easy to accomplish quickly. It's what you want to kind of be looking for when you pick these tasks, right? So if you end up doing a ton of them, awesome, you got a ton done. But if you only get through one or two, you're still going to feel like you're winning. And that's so important in this process. Okay, that was technically the fifth strategy. And I know I said five, but I can't help myself. So I'm going to throw in one more that can be really effective um, and really quick and easy to implement. So I invite you or encourage you to create a mental list for yourself of really simple and easy ways for you to relieve stress and anxiety. As moms, stress is just a part of the job description. Like It's not going to go anywhere. It's always going to be there. But there are moments when our nervous system is saying like, F you, and I can't do this anymore. And in those moments, having tools in your figurative tool belt for shifting your energy and releasing the stress pressure valve can be so important. You know, for me, that's blasting music, especially the Greatest Showman soundtrack. So effective at this. Um, that always is a trick for me, right? Or stepping onto our deck to breathe some fresh air and hopefully feel the sunshine on my face if it ever actually gets sunny here right now uh, for a few minutes, right? It's crazy how like a few minutes of fresh air can just be a total game changer, so you want to ask yourself, what are some things that you can put on your list that can be done really easily, ideally almost anywhere, where when you need a shift in your energy, um, you can you know leverage one or two of those and help kind of knock yourself back into equilibrium. Because you know while we're pursuing harmony and trying to find harmony, again, life is going to throw us curveballs. There's going to be really hard weeks. We're going to be tired. We're going to be hangry whatever it may be. So we do need some things in our back pocket to kind of like help shift us back so that we can stay in the mindset of harmony. Okay, I'm done. I promise. I really do hope though that you found at least one of these strategies to be something that 
could potentially work in your life, right? You know, as I said in the beginning, pick one that resonates and try it on to see if it works with your life. And if not, that's totally fine. Just come back and try another one. There are ultimately a million strategies that you can use for juggling all of the parts of mom life. But ultimately, it's most important to find ones that work for you and your family and your lifestyle. You know, we aren't all the same and we can't expect the strategies that we use to be the same either. So if you take one overarching lesson from this episode, it is to find strategies that feel good for you, that you feel aligned with, um, that don't make you like dread them and try those out because you're much more likely to actually stick with them. All right, as we look forward to next week's episode, we're going to be talking about shoulds in our life and how to release the pressure that we often feel to listen to what others think we should do in life and instead learn to tap into your internal GPS system. It's going to be a really fun episode for sure, so make sure to mark your calendars um, and check back in for that. But with that, I'm going to finally head to bed since it's way too late my time when I'm actually recording this, and I will talk to you on the next episode. Thanks for joining me on this episode of the Mama's Got Dreams podcast. I hope this episode is you feeling invigorated, a lot less lonely, and empowered to take even a small action step this week in pursuit of your personal ambitions. To be sure you don't miss an episode, hit the subscribe button, and then share this episode with a fellow mama who needs to hear it. Together, we can make sure that moms no longer feel the pressure to sacrifice themselves, their dreams, or being great moms. I'd love to hear from you. So say hi on Instagram and Facebook at Cassie Sunshine Life Coach so we can become friends. Until then, here's to hoping you get a few minutes to yourself and some extra sleep this week.